This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo, and I'm John David. JD, hey Bo, good evening, man. <laughs> hey man, good evening to you. How you doing, Bo? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it's been it's been good. We're getting geared up for uh, International Pipe Smoking Day. It's like, which is, yeah. Um, as we're recording, it's actually tomorrow. I was going to say, uh, so it's tomorrow really, as we're recording, but it'll be the day the after. The day after the show comes out. Yeah. That's, that's right. So uh, February 20th each year, you know, 420, the illegal uh, friends in, in uh, 48 <laughs> states, they get they get 420. It, the, the international legal pipe smoking totally day, legal. we get 220. And, we, uh, and we're, we're, we love it and are proud of it. And of course, I've been getting geared up for that, man. Things are rock and rolling. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. you know, one of the things that I think it's important as this is International Pipe Smoking Day is to enjoy your pipe in public, right? I mean, it's a great time to represent and uh, and showcase what you're enjoying and what your favorite pastime is. But let me ask you this. I would imagine that a lot of people are going to do what is commonly known as lunting. Yeah, no, that's uh, right. And, and and for those who are not familiar, lunting is... Is strolling while smoking your pipe. It is it's strictly right. just you're chilling out. And there's, in fact, societies around this. No, that's that's right. Yeah, the, no, the in- International Lunting Society is, man, a really exciting, robust venture, man. It actually, friends of the shop, you know, we keep in pretty close contact with those guys. And I mean, it's it's a regular thing. Okay, so I just yeah. gotta, I'm going to put this Matter of fact, our, our good friend Cooper Miles, he is a professional lunter. At least he would like to think of himself. <laughs> he, gets, uh, that, he, get, he gets paid? He get, no, but I mean, you know... <laughs> After you know, after a long day's work, that's that's you know when it's weather's nicer outside. It's uh, and Cooper might even be listening tonight. But it's one of those things, you know, when the weather's nicer, he's gonna you know get done with long day at the at the law firm, and you know he's gonna go pick out his favorite pipe, and you know I, I just kind of imagine him looking at his pipe rack and doing this this kind of thing right, with his right, fingers, right. like mm, <laughs> which one? which one is it gonna be? Which one? And then, and then you go take your stroll. All right, so good, it's good stuff. So I, I'm just good gonna, for your spirit. I'm gonna share this with you. So I was having a conversation recently with the uh, the president of the Magnolia Pipe Club. Our local community here in, in central Mississippi and, and, and a bit beyond. And he was saying that the International Lunting Society or the, the and I, I might be getting their official name wrong, but they've been expressing interest in coming into Jackson. They have been. And this is really exciting. We you know are talking at some point about maybe doing a joint event with them. And, you know, it's one of those things I would have put more energy into it for the earlier part of this year if I weren't slaying all kinds of other dragons and, and, <laughs> and, and then also also looking forward to uh, man, getting married in, in only 30 Two days is that right? Thirty-two oh my days. Goodness, is yeah. that right? So it's upon us. Yeah. So, but what? Man, we're excited, and uh, we we think sometime in the near future we'll be able to announce something that we uh, are doing jointly with the International Lunting Society. Gotcha. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, I, so yeah. I was I was actually so me I was actually participating in some lunting at the time I was having this conversation with the president of the the Magnolia Pipe Club. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I'll always love whenever we get together because I encourage him. I was like, hey, it's been a while since we've had an election. Have you been like sneaking this under, like you know? Should you just call for emergency pipe powers and declare yourself the new <laughs> supreme leader of the we Magnolia did, you Pipe know, Club? Occasionally, uh, pipe clubs, I think, need potent potentates, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we were actually uh, enjoying some of Bo's afternoon delight. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Really? And, uh, and, That's nice. And going nice. through. And uh, uh, so it was interesting. And by the way, the, for those that don't know, the uh, the, the, the president himself is uh, is one, uh, uh, Briar, who we've mentioned on the show. Right. A good friend of the show, a good friend of us, our, ours personally as well. And if you know Briar, if you know anything about his pipe smoking habits, you would know, A, he smokes his pipe a lot. Like his, his car, you could basically take a, a, a tamp like a, <laughs> to his car and carve out the inside. Yeah, his car has cake. Exactly. <laughs> it's like all caked up. As do all his suits. One of our other customers, they know it's time. You can tell when Briar gets his suits dry cleaned because you can see the pinstripes again. <laughs> Right, the, the, right, the right, Latakia right. cake that covers up the pinstripes. It's almost like those toothbrushes, you know, when you can't see the middle color in this toothbrush strip, yep, yep, stripe, yep. then it then it's time to change. Well, time Bri- to... That's Briar's suit, you know, he just knows by when it's time to, oh, we can't see those pinstripes <laughs> anymore. Well, you probably need to go dry clean your suit because all that uh, all that carbon buildup. Yeah, man. So to say he's an enthusiast <laughs> would be a, uh, an understatement. But he's also, the he's other thing about him, guy. he's not a aromatic smoker. And so like, you know, getting him in, I, I thought, all right, if Briar hates this, that means it's probably a really good aromatic but honestly he, he said he's like wow just tastes the same as any other aromatic which i strongly disagree with yeah but i will yeah. say it wasn't nearly as uh as wet the, as i thought it would be like mm-hmm. you didn't have kind of that, right. that strong syrupy or anything like that but uh, i enjoyed it so i just wanted to, i wanted That's to great. report back yeah. having uh had a little afternoon a good, delight good, good, <laughs> with, with briar, briar. <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, no, I, nothing like having a, a good afternoon delight with uh, with, with Briar. It was good for me. I don't think it was that good for him, but you know that's between us. It's right. fine. Right. That's fine. No, that's good. So, uh, so what else is going on in the pipe world? <laughs> well, like we said, getting geared up for our you know International Pipe Smoking Day sale, which starts tomorrow here at the Squire. A lot of other online retailers, they've already got their sales rocking and rolling, and ours goes live tomorrow. So from the 20th, which is Tuesday, all the way through Saturday, the 24th, 2018, everything in the shop will be 10% off, and every pipe in the shop will be an additional 10%. Ow, so- ow! So 20% off pipes, then everything else in the shop is 10%. The pipes on our website are automatically discounted. To get 10% off everything else, that includes tins, accessories, uh, our house blends here at the shop, cigars, beard oil, things like that. To get 10% off those kind of items, you'll need to enter in the code IPSD10. IPSD10. Yeah, the the digits 10. Yeah, IPSD10. And that'll get you the additional 10% off. So like we talked about last week, really excited about this. So if you make an order of $50 or more, you get our uh, our first annual International Pipe Smoking Day blend. And you'll actually get an ounce of that for free. And the only way to get it is to make that $50 order, which is exciting. And if it's something that people wind up liking, then you know we might come out with it as a house blend. But we'll, uh, we'll need your feedback on that. So I'm excited about it. It's an aromatic. It's kind of a pecan flavor. Ooh. I've really been Ooh. enjoying working on this and think it'll be... Something that folks like, if you like kind of a gentle aromatic that makes you feel warm. So it's yeah, good. Pecan is a, that's a good Mississippi flavor. Yeah, no, too. I think so. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, thought, I thought so. $50 orders get a free ounce of the IPSD uh, blend. If you make a $150 purchase in total, then you'll get a free t shirt. Uh, we have that in maroon and in blue and uh, sizes medium through 3X. So just let us know your size and your order comments. And then also, uh, if you make a $200 order, you get a free tin of premium tobacco. Just put in there in your order comments kind of your preferences if you like aromatics or English blends or Virginias, and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Man, you got deals on deals. I know, right, man? And if you order online, they'll put those deals on deals on wheels and get them to you. On 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 wheels. That's right. (laughs) Not my wheels, but but the federal government's wheels. No, this is not this isn't (laughs) this isn't like the Uber of of pipe tobacco. Ooh. You know what? You know our friends at this uh, the Tin Society. They they've kind of started one thing. Maybe maybe they they should branch out into there. Pipe Uber. I don't know. I don't know, man. The drones. The drones will end up bringing you. Yeah, right. No, exactly. <laughs> well, man, we've got a we've got a great show ahead of us tonight. W- one thing, of course, uh, we've got to mention is the Country Square Radio International Pipe Club is growing and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, we have not one, not two, not three, but four new members to the uh, Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Oh, gone, man. Four uh, members. Four members, all at the Squire level. Are you ready for me wow. to count them out here? You yeah. ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Th- th- hold on. These lo- these names look relatively uh, simple. These are incredibly simple. This might be the first time I don't screw up names. You ready for this? Yeah, I don't believe it. Go ahead. David Branch. Dave Branch. Also, you've got Austin. Oh, Austin, actually, there's no way to mispronounce there's, that one. You can't do it. Austin Horn. Austin Horn. Yeah, that's that's the way to say it. <laughs> and Steve, hey, man. Steve Heyman. Steve Heyman. And then uh, finally, now this one is kind of interesting. Yeah. Satix Pipe. S-A-T-X Pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, all four of these kind folks joining at the Squire level. Of course, our Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Man, we're so honored to have you guys as a part of our family. Um, and we, um, of course, do that through Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Radio. learn more about that. We literally couldn't do the show without without your incredible support. And man, so many so many great ways to get involved. Uh, Squire level, the Pilgrim level, get you in the club. You can also just support us weekly through the Patreon if you just want to do it as a supporter. But uh, really appreciate that, man. Th- thanks to Dave, Austin, Steve, and SATX Pipe for all your support. Yeah, you know, if the H was silent, it could be Orn. I could have said Austin Orn and just assumed the H was silent. Austin Orn. Austin Orn. Austin Orn from jolly old Austin, Texas. I'm assuming he's from Austin, Texas, because that's his name. I don't know why I'm maintaining the British. (laughs) Oh, man. Because people in Austin, Texas sound like that. All right, man. Well, hey, (laughs) so tonight we have got a fun show. We are actually diving into the world of smoking your pipe when you have got the cold uh, weather's against you the climate is uh you know it's it's been a, a relatively cold winter yeah. it's oh, yeah. been it's been in definitely one for the history books especially here uh in mississippi 
We've had to contend with uh, this this white stuff that fell from the sky at one point. Actually, at, at two points over this winter. They are white white death. Yeah, yeah. That's something we're not not necessarily accustomed with here right. down and down in the south. Right. And so at some point, it, it uh, kind of became clear, like, man, this this might have to be something. If this is the new normal, how do we deal with this? And Rob Bowden actually wrote in with a with a great suggestion. Yeah. It was kind of a pipe question, but we decided it kind of needed its own topic. What did Rob say? Yeah, our good friend Rob. He says, uh, "Cold weather smoking with all the cold weather." Are there certain pipes that should or shouldn't be smoked? Uh, if there are ones to be smoked, is there anything that should be done differently, like cleaning and care for them? Or is there a temperature that is too low for the briar? Because if I have to be outside shoveling snow, I also need to be smoking my pipe or perhaps smoke a cigar if I have to, uh, th- <laughs> which I, t- is totally understandable. Uh, th- thanks. I love the show. Happy New Year uh, from both of you. So Rob uh, submitted this a few weeks ago, and we thought we'd put this off end of February, you know, generally February tends to be the coldest month of winter. It was literally 82 degrees in, in Jackson today. Yeah, I mean, it's going um, against us. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing about our weather here is that tomorrow it'd be 35 and, you know, the pipes could burst at the shop and at my house again. So it's, it's just, just the way it is. It, it, it's ridiculous. So yeah. how do you make sure when you're contending with the weather that your pipes, tobacco pipes, don't burst? And, uh, <laughs> it was funny, you know, I, I, I think I told the show and, you know, all, all our friends, you know, I did have the, the, the water pipes burst at my house and at the shop, like I just referred to. And it's funny, as I've said that, you know, oh, the pipes burst at my house and you know, I've had to deal with that. People are like, well, uh, did, did all of them burst? Like your Sheraton, <laughs> did it burst? Or your Savinelli's? I'm like, no, 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 the water pipes. <laughs> so, you know, when it's someone in my profession, you actually have to specify which kind of pipes burst when it's cold. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but your smoking pipe actually can burst as well. So it is getting close to the height of winter time here. And so we did want to take a look at that. And, uh, and Rob's got good questions. You know, there are things to keep in mind when it is cold weather, just some etiquette that you can keep in mind when you're smoking outside. Temperature changes wreak havoc on so many things, right? You know, we talked about the freezing pipes. I, you know, if, if you go outside at any time you're trying to crank an old car, any kind of mechanical device, a lot of times the cold just makes it difficult for things to work properly, particularly if it just gets really, really cold. And we do have a lot of friends that live in New England, places like northern Michigan and Iowa. Uh, we've even got, you know, Alaskan folks, can, Canadian listeners and friends. So it just, it gets cold in parts of the world that, uh, you know, a lot of folks wonder how, how can you enjoy your pipe there uh, <laughs> at all, you know? And, and I, of course, am thinking, you know, what, just a miracle where people can live these days, right, you know, and right. of course, people are listening to us talk are like, "Why the hell would you live in Mississippi?" But anyway, <laughs> that's another question. To escape the cold, to escape the cold, yeah. right? Maybe so. <laughs> uh, that might be the only redeeming factor. No, we love it. <laughs> so you know, sometimes it is you know just tough to tough to go stick it out. But if you're a pipe smoker that does enjoy the ritual of it, you know, you're not going to give up the pipe when it is when it is cold outside. So the number one thing we'll talk about is like caring for where you're storing your pipe, right? So a lot of folks, mm. a lot of folks are used to because they're so sensitive to smell or maybe their you know spouse is sensitive to smell or something like that they keep their pipe outside you know it, no. it's something that a lot of folks will do they'll keep it on their porch on their patio just something you know maybe not in the rain this is a thing it's a thing so people keep it outside a lot because the people they're around maybe you know if it's coworkers or spouses or whatever they might just be sensitive to the smell of the bowl so one thing, you know, the biggest no-no you can do during cold weather, really any kind of weather. Any, because it fluctuates. It, is, it just, it fluctuates. It's a humidity issue. It's a temperature issue. We're talking about, you know, just keeping it outside. It's just a particularly sensitive in, in terribly cold weather. And so if you insist on bringing your pipes outside, you're going to have to at least warm your pipe up before you load it and light it. Like it's one of those things where the the pipe, the the temperature change for the pipe doesn't need to be immediate. It needs to be, (laughs) if you're one of these people that's going to leave your pipe outside in, you know, 25 degree weather, frankly, don't do that. But if you do that, (laughs) if if you do that, bring it inside first and and maybe you know hide it from your spouse and then let it and then let or maybe go sit in your car for a few minutes. But you know, the idea is you want to get that pipe up to room temperature basically and let it sit there for a while before you decide to load your pipe and and light it. So it's one of those things you just don't want to go from a super cold pipe to a really a really hot pipe. Yeah, please yeah. and and please take note. That's what you do if you did the wrong thing. Like don't. <laughs> I'm shocked. Just bring your pipe in. I'm shocked that people do this. No well, judgment, by the way, if no, you're, no, if you're but, listening and, and do this, but but that's that's not right. Well, but also think about it from a practical standpoint, right? So we've got a lot of listeners, and what they'll do, for instance, is they'll drive to work in the morning. Okay, let's say you live in Indiana, and it's the end of January, it's you know, just really cold, and, mm. and you know, you, your pipe is a part of your morning ritual, so you're driving 
into work smoking your pipe well you know you're probably not going to take your pipe into the into work with you if you're working a real professional environment or something so you're going to leave it in your car right well well basically your car you know in that kind of environment might as well be outside right okay so I'm, i'm i've got my pipe i just smoked it on the way to work it's going to sit in my vehicle for eight or nine hours. So it's going to get frozen, basically. And then I'm going to light it back up on the way home. So, oh, so yeah. th- these are these are no no's. Right. But but from a practical standpoint, it's something you have to worry about because, you know, a lot of times you, you know, you won't want to take your pipe in or you, won't, you aren't even allowed to, you know, at certain jobs. We well, get a like nice that. leather case for it, make it nice, nice and tight on the inside. And See, I, in, in Mississippi, we can get away with that kind of stuff. But, you know, in other places, they don't let you on work job campuses or, or even school campuses, you know, if there's. Uh, you know, some kind of uh, tobacco-free policy or something like that. So you got to be, you got to kind of bring your, that, that's, that's the thing, I'm right? No, that, that's the thing. <laughs> as, as someone that smoked my pipe avidly uh, at, when I was in seminary of right, all places, right, right. Uh, on, a tobacco to, on a tobacco-free campus, <laughs> Now, now, granted, these were Presbyterians, so they kind of were like, "Yeah, it's tobacco free. You got an extra one, right?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is that free tobacco? But, is that that's what this? No, is exactly is? right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, it's just one of those things that you need to keep in mind the effect that the cold itself is having on your on your physical pipe. So. Generally bad idea, the temperature change there. The moisture that is left in your pipe can actually freeze. You know, you, you the saliva moisture, uh, leftover, you know, moisture from tobacco, it can actually freeze. And yeah. so you just want to be aware of that. And so it's just a good idea if you are going to, you know, smoke outside regularly during the winter months and you insist on leaving your pipe in that kind of environment, whether it's in your car or on your porch, just make it a cheap pipe. Make it an inexpensive pipe. You know, our, some of our you know, favorite pipes for uh, these kind of events are, are cob pipes. We love them because they're great smokes, but also they're they're inexpensive. And so, you know, if the stem gets loose, it's something you can either replace or get a new one pretty easily. And that that's kind of a nice segue into what's the best material to smoke. So, okay, you've got to, you know, where are you going to keep your pipe? That's one thing. But okay, I'm going to smoke my pipe. I'm taking my pipe inside. I'm being responsible and all this stuff. Uh, now, what what's the best kind of pipe to smoke in cold weather? Okay. Um, and so, you know, Typically, we love corn cobs. We we love them because they um, are incredibly durable. And again, if you uh, have any kind of issues with weather-related stuff, whether it's rain, sleet, snow, uh, temperature changes, you know, cobs are just are durable. And and because we love them so much and they're so affordable, we can own a bunch of them. You know, they're great. And so you know, you can you can leave one in your car and not have to worry about. I it. I do have. So as you were saying, the car th- situation was like, yeah, yeah, I got I got one of my corn cob. I got one one of my Missouri mirror shelves out in the car right now. <laughs> And it, it's that's it's it. always there. No, that's it. That's it. It's it's just a great it's a great go to pipe in one of those places. There, there's no reason we're not even in the part of the you know show where we talk about Missouri Mirrorsham, but there's there's a reason that people buy so many of them. Absolutely. And then it's kind of like reading glasses. You know, I'm gonna leave one next to the couch and one in the car console. That's a good comparison. Yeah. I'm gonna leave one in my desk at the at the work and you know all these places. It's just you know Missouri Mirrorsham's there. You can do that. So something to think about. They also can handle the um, the weather nicely. Uh, Meerschaum pipes are generally thought of as a no-no in very cold conditions. What's interesting is that, you know, a, a Meerschaum pipe by itself are known as soon as you just have a dramatic temperature change like that, they'll just shatter, almost really? like burst, you know. What, what's Ooh. fascinating is that Meerschaum lined briars, on the other hand, tend to be great for smoking in the wintertime. Really? And, and so you've got this kind of conundrum. It's like, well, you don't want to smoke just a, necessarily a straight up Meerschaum because they're kind of known to break a lot in really, really cold conditions. But a Meerschaum line briar can be really handy. The reason, typically when it's cold, it's very windy, uh, at least in a lot of parts of the country. You've got a coldness, but there's also that wind that's just kind of, kind of whipping, bringing in that cold air. And so the Meerschaum lining in the briar can actually protect the briar from burning out. And, you know, when, when wind goes over the top of a pipe bowl, your biggest fear there, and a lot of reason people use a wind cap, which we'll get to uh, in a little bit, is that they're afraid that the wind will, will make the fire so hot that it'll burn the pipe out. Well, Meerschaum protects it from that. And so as long as the Meerschaum is encapsulated in that briar, the Meerschaum line briars, they can be really good options for uh, for smoking your pipe outside in the in the windy cold. You know, so I, I it's guess... It's just kind of an interesting, um, I don't know, interesting tidbit. 
So uh, a pure meerschaum pipe being a little bit more delicate when it comes to the temperature change, is it because it's so porous? I'm actually not sure, you know, but you got to think there's something about maybe the moisture that has gotten through the meerschaum or something because the meerschaum is almost like a hard sponge, you know, so the moisture is kind of seeped through there. Yeah. Uh, maybe when that moisture gets hot on top of just the fragility of the material itself. I don't know, but it, it is kind of known to be a thing. You know, meerschaum just, well, if you just go outside uh, and, and smoking your meerschaum pipe, if you, particularly if it's a real dramatic, you know, temperature change, they're just, it, the cold is just really hard on a, on a plane meerschaum. I do think of meerschaum as being a little bit more brittle. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and it is. Yeah. So uh, something to think about. If you are going to smoke a briar pipe, it's often recommended to smoke in, in cold weather a briar pipe that has a real thick, chunky frame. It's one of those things, if you smoke a real thin-walled briar, you're more likely to experience burnout than you would, you know, with something that's got a thicker bowl. And also, a lot of times in the cold, it's clumsy. You may, might have gloves on or something like that, and so you might be more likely to drop your pipe. And frankly, those, those larger pipes, you know, sometimes are a little more durable. And, you know, it's a good idea to obviously use lighters uh, in, in the cold weather. You know, a lot of times when we're talking about the cold and there's wind, you're going to shy away from matches. The The likelihood that you're going to use a match is just very small, you know. Again, we don't we don't encourage people to use torch lighters, even though some of our listeners do on their pipe. It, it, we've just seen too many torch lighters damage pipes. You know, if that's your thing, go for it if you will. We just don't really recommend it. But a good butane lighter works great. The thing about butane, though, in the cold, butane really needs to be room temperature to be lit. And so, you know, a lot of times you'll get these lighters. I've got my little Zippo here that's got the butane insert. A lot of times if this is too cold, it just won't, it won't light. And, and other lighters are that way. Basically, to go from liquid to gas, it's got to be warm enough to do that. Otherwise, it wants to stay in that liquid form. I never knew that. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not a chemist. I'm just a, you know, armchair, uh, you know, <laughs> armchair chemist. And right, so, right. Uh, and so it's, you know, I, I, I don't know why that is, but it does seem to be that, uh, you know, butane lighters, in order to operate properly, they like to be room temperature. You're going to want to, even if you're keeping your pipe outside, you're going to want to definitely keep your lighter with you inside. So that's one of those things. Keep it in your pocket, put it in your briefcase, keep it in a place where it's just going to be protected from the elements. And if it does get cold, you're literally going to have to warm your lighter up. And a lot of times, uh, you know, right after I fill a lighter with uh, with butane gas, I'll actually, to in order to make it work right, I'll actually rub it between my hands huh. to kind of make it, yeah. uh, just make it warm up there, uh, you know, properly. And then once you get it kind of, you know, room temperature, uh, it, it's much more likely to strike and work easily. So is it, this is a dumb question, but Bic lighters would also be butane lighters? Uh, well, Bic lighters use lighter fluid. They're fine. They're not refillable. Uh, we have a lot of our listeners and friends use Bic lighters. Um, the reason most people don't when they're smoking a pipe, again, is just because the it your thumb and it char the, char the top and, and all that yeah. stuff. But yeah, if you're... If I the, don't care. Yeah, <laughs> no, and, that, and that's the thing. If, the, if those aren't issues for you, which a lot of folks, they're not, then, right. you know, go for it. Yeah. I'm sitting here judging people for leaving their pipes outside, and I'm charring the edge Yeah, charring the edge of yeah. your, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Hold you're, your emails. I realize that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're just this bastion of consistency, bro. Right, it's right. fantastic. But, but um, is it the same principle, yeah. though, with lighter fluid as it would be for butane? Light, lighter fluid seems to be more forgiving okay. yeah, on, on that. Like, And, and even think about as just, you know, I, I'm sitting here using my Zippo with the butane insert that we sell. But the Zippo with just the lighter fluid insert, uh, that's going to strike anytime. I mean, that's just okay. one of those that's just going to strike immediately. Mm. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not as familiar with how it works on the... Um, what you call it, you know, Bic lighters and things of that nature. But my, my assumption is it would be it would be pretty easy. So gotcha. other options too, wind caps are really helpful. Again, just as it gets more windy outside, you're going to want to, particularly if it's a nice briar uh, pipe, you're going to want to protect the wood from, you know, from the elements. And so, and that, you know, frankly, a lot of people down here, we don't think about it very often, but that includes sleet and snow, you know, um, and, and also the wind. And so think about that. Wind caps, you know, it's a lot of, folks don't realize the utility of a wind cap. We talked about it recently on our show about uh, driving or diving while piping or uh, <laughs> our driving while driving, while smoking, driving while smoking your pipe episode, you know, and uh, that was they're really, really helpful there. There's other other places you can use a wind cap. I, it really, if you haven't ever gotten a wind cap, just snag one. They're, you know, under three bucks. You can try them out and just see, uh, you know, if it's 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 not a lot of money to waste if you wind up not not using it as much. But I think it I think it's a helpful tool to have in your tool bag. Other things you might think about are when you're outside, pack them, pack your pipe in half bowls. Uh, a 
lot of times if you have a large bowl pipe, you know, when you're in the cold, you're just not going to enjoy it as much because you're you're freezing. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so uh, pack a half bowl if if you get through that half bowl and you want to keep smoking your pipe, load it back up and 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 do it again, you know, another half bowl, but uh, that way you're not wasting too much tobacco with that. Walking or or moving while you're smoking your pipe in the cold, uh, you know, lunting is a great thing to do in the cold weather because you're staying active. A lot of people uh, recommend, you know, man, just those the warmth that, you know, the scarf and your cap and everything gives you and, you know, mixed with smoking your pipe is just kind of a nice uh, reward for being out there in the cold. And another thing, too, that a lot of folks have mentioned, which I thought was interesting, and I never really thought about, but because we just don't use a lot of cold weather clothing down here, right? But, you know, in, in other parts of the country, uh, gloves are, are a lot more important yeah. article of clothing than they are here. You know, we just don't, you don't see people walking around wearing gloves a lot in the South because it just doesn't really get that cold. So we don't really have them. You Another know, reason don't... why the snow terrifies us because we're like, we don't know how to, we're not, we're not, we don't, what do I do with my hands? Yeah, exactly. We're not, <laughs> we don't have the equipment for this. <laughs> exactly. We just, you know, it's just one of those things that do, it generally doesn't get that cold. So we don't, you know, we don't, you know, have a lot of this, uh, right. this apparel. So one thing that uh, our, our listeners in other parts of the country have mentioned before is that smoking your pipe often is easier when you have fingerless gloves. And so think about those gloves that, you know, where the fingertips are cut off. And that just allows you to get to your little tools easier, get to your lighter easier, your tamper, you know, pick out your, you know, if you're, if you got one of those uh, small tampers that are attached to your lighter and, you know, you have to use your fingernails to get in there and pull it out. It's just, it's going to be clumsier (laughs) if you have a, if you're wearing gloves that aren't, uh, you know, have those, uh, have those finger coverings. So um, just one more thing to keep in mind. That's good. Anyway, so just some general housekeeping, some, uh, some good tips for uh, smoking your pipe when it's, when it's chilly outside and and also caring for your pipe and places where to store them and, and keep them safe. So. Do, do, all right, so I got one one other question. So do you think that Morda, because oftentimes we compare Morda to Meerschaum in terms of similarities and in terms of smokability, yeah. but I would imagine it's quite different when it comes to dealing with the cold. Yeah, now I would think Morda, I mean, being basically a semi-petrified wood, it's closer to a stone, like a yeah, hard stone. It ain't gonna be brittle. Anything. Yeah, I just don't. I, I I think mortar would would most likely hold up fine. Let me let me you know when I say stuff like this, people think, oh well, John say John David said this, so it must be true. I've never smoked a mortar when it's really cold. All the mortar pipes I have are very very large. I really tend to smoke my mortars when it's warmer outside, and I've got a really long time to spend doing that kind of thing. But I don't have personal experience with it. But I would think that mortar would do, uh, you know, would do just fine in um in the cold environment all right on yeah well i gotta tell you man the advice that you've given tonight is nothing short of legendary like the legend from missouri meerschaum which is legendary it is legendary that's right (laughs) (laughs) the legend at missouri meerschaum we uh love love this pipe it is uh, a pipe we've talked about a lot before and uh, of course one of the best-selling pipes from missouri meerschaum it's a real classic pipe very simple uh billiard shape it's got a generous uh medium-sized bowl this does have with a the, nice chunky bowl with the right amber stem. Yeah. yeah, you know a lot of a lot of corn cob pipes. You know the the bowls are either uh, really large or really small. This one is a very traditional uh, size. You know, medium shape. So just real, uh, real handy. It's a just a, kind of an average. You know, five and a half, six inch long pipe. Really, uh, real simple. Um, you got a straight stem and a bent stem. These uh, have the option of using the uh, cotton filter uh, that we know and love, and that's another option too that uh, can keep your smoke, uh, you know, real dry and cool if you do choose to use the filter. So. Uh, great options. You know, a lot of folks, they'll take the straight pipe and they'll dedicate it to aromatics or non-aromatics, and then they'll take the bent pipe and, you know, <laughs> and dedicate it to the other one. And that way you kind of always know which one uh, which one to turn to, uh, regardless of the tobacco that you're smoking. So yeah. um, just a great pipe, uh, very affordable, retails for under $10. And uh, it's one of those that, uh, man, you can, like we talked about earlier, get you, get you one of those bags of uh, seconds of them. You know, you can put one next to your fireplace, one next to your uh, car console and one next to the bathroom by the reader's digest you know if you want to so uh just a great uh great pipe to have in in your uh, in your collection yeah absolutely i loved that comparison to the reading glasses too and just in, in terms of having it wherever you can get it i always have a couple extra missouri meerschaum pipes in case i've got a, a friend who's never smoked a pipe before it's like oh hey let's let's do this right now yeah go ahead and get get this yeah. going so uh buy check out a legend if you've got a legend from missouri meerschaum be sure to smoke it this week Tweet that to us. We'd love to retweet those out because it is a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week. 
Pipe question of the week this week comes in from Frank in Mississippi. Uh, he says, what is the worst slash weirdest pipe-related question you've gotten from a customer <laughs> at the Squire? Yeah, so... This is, this is kind of like almost like a little mini Tales from Behind well, the Bar, it, it right? it kind of is, right? So as I'm thinking about this question, okay, what's the, the worst slash weirdest pipe question you've gotten at the Squire? Okay, like, well... Where do I start, right? Gosh, I almost feel like I should save this for, for one of our Pet Peeves episodes. Probably the worst I felt after someone asked me a question, the worst I felt after someone asked me a question, was when they walked in the store and they, they came up to me and they said, Hey, John David, you you talk a lot about your Bing's favorite, about how much you love it. Can you can, Do you have it with you? Can I see it? I, I'm interested in getting one. And, uh, and so this person, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to show it to you. And I, I you go to my little personal pipe collection and, uh, and pull out my, uh, it, at the time, it, the only one I had, it was my rusticated Bing's favorite. And I pulled out and the guy's looking at it and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just showed him my personal collection, a uh, personal pipe. Uh, we're in my store. Uh, you know, the way I make pay bills is, is by selling, uh, selling these things. Right. And he looks at me and says, yeah, I, I, you know, I just, this website is running a sale on these. Oh my! God. And, and and I think I want to get one, but I wanted to look at yours what? first. What? And I think that's the worst. That's probably the worst I've ever felt. <laughs> that's probably the worst I've ever felt. Oh. And what was great, our good friend Butch Arthur was here at the time, and he was sitting right next. He, I was behind the bar. The guy was across the counter, and Butch was sitting right next to him. Uh. And Butch put his hand up, and he said, "No, you don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, cor- of course, little, little uh, that's how you look out for your local retailers. No, but, but see, sweet, you know, precious little, you know, a fragile, <laughs> fragile little codependent John uh, David who doesn't want to offend anyone. I was, you know, I probably wouldn't have said anything, but you know, Butch came to my defense. It was, it was nice. That's and good. you know what? Because of Butch, I sold that guy Bing's favorite. Hey, there we go. There we go, man. That's hilarious. It was pretty good. Yeah, one of the weirdest experiences, and I can't tell this whole story on air because we're a family friendly. <laughs> work-friendly <laughs> work podcast. podcast but this guy came in and he bought a pipe from let's just call it a place that doesn't sell reputable things they, they, they don't sell pipe tobacco they don't sell pipes or pipe tobacco or anything and and the things they do sell we can't talk about all right on fair, enough, fair enough fair enough I, I didn't know that he was asking about this pipe you know it's like why can't i get the smoke right it's got this metal lining inside and i'm like well sir you've got a pipe that's made for smoking something other than tobacco and i was like where'd you get it and he said well i bought it at the shop and and the name of the shop is um let's just say a place that if uh you know if your if your wife saw your car in front of you would have major issues <laughs> here locally in Jackson uh-huh. Uh-huh. and what was funny when he told me that's where he got his shop the gentleman's wife was standing right next to him in the store uh-huh and she turned a shade of red i have never Woo! i have never seen before on a human face <laughs> it, it was it was really, so that that was one of the weirder uh encounters i've had with someone uh yeah here at here at ye old pipe shop oh, yeah man. I, I don't, re, re, regarding a uh, a pipe question so that's what I got tonight oh that's good <laughs> man look look for a look for a new beyond the bar what was that the pipe smoke pipe shop peeves coming soon I, I don't oh, know I mean these just, are always yeah, there's always lots of material there <laughs> <laughs> well great pipe question hey if you got a pipe question of the week send it in to us we love getting those in show at countrysquireradio.com that's show at countrysquireradio.com Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question. Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions, of course, brought to us by the Ten Society. More on that great service in just a moment. But first, here's this. Okay, these quick fire questions were written in by Jim uh, Friedman. Are you ready for this? Yeah, bud. There's Bring a theme. Them. The theme is getting healthy. So <laughs> well, I don't know anything about that. I I, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, sh- I need to get back. to I am drinking my that. diet coke here tonight. So. <laughs> What happened to the beer? I'm, I'm, <laughs> Did you pour it in the diet? I'm, I'm really thin, but my kidneys won't work in 30 years. So, uh-huh. yeah, there's that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, high protein diet or low fat diet? Uh, high protein, I guess. Um, I kind of eat whatever I want, but <sighs> but I, I guess hate you so much. <laughs> I know the, the difference is I don't eat a lot. I don't even. For those who have not seen, the, the John David is, is a start, very healthy looking man, but and I, he has consistently always been. But it's on accident. I I. I <laughs> No, seriously, I think I, you know, these, these diets now are really, they're all about, um, you know, 
what do they call it? Some kind of fasting, like where you starve yourself basically for a, for a big portion of the day. Yeah. Well, I just naturally live that way. Like I starve between <laughs> about 10 at night until about 2 p.m. the next day. And and so and now they've made a diet based on that. Uh-huh. And so they I should the, really the John David I diet. should really have credit for all these <laughs> diets where people are just starving themselves. <laughs> yeah, you know, um I, I think I probably so when, whenever I do kind of the the diet st- lifestyle, so to speak, I um I tend to just kind of cut back on portions as opposed to eat certain things or not eat certain things. I guess if I'm not eating certain things, it's gonna be like sweets and that that sort of deal. Uh, as I ate a bunch of M and M's before the show <laughs> went live tonight, <laughs> but I'm gonna I, I'll go with low fat. I'll go with low fat. Uh, all right, aerobic exercise or weight training? Uh, weight training. Aerobic running is bad for your knees, and I'm I'm convinced that it, it is been thrust upon us by a bunch of communists that want to make <laughs> us feel guilty about ourselves. And I I am against running. And I think if you are a runner and say you like it. You're lying. When someone when someone comes to you and says that they want to go for a run with you, you just you you walk briskly in the opposite direction. Walk, the, briskly. The, the, the briskly. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. The, 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 that's the key <laughs> element there. Right. <laughs> so for me, it is definitely uh, aerobic exercise. Let me tell you, I love uh, the feeling that I get after I've run and I've forgotten the fact that I just ran. It's so wonderful. Uh, but no, I, I'm not a big fan of running, but I try to do it. God, uh, it's just the worst. I try man. to do it every single day. It's just uh, the, the most defeated I've ever felt ha- has been either running or on the golf course. Like I ever felt in my whole life, the most emasculated, just defeated, <laughs> worthless as a person as most of those experiences have happened while or after running. See, I can't do the weight training. <laughs> weight training is too like, like you have to like, all right, work this muscle and this muscle and this muscle and this muscle and do this, 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 this. And like, if I just run, then I just... Run for 30 minutes and it's over. There wasn't any math involved. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Uh, vitamins or eating your veggies? Uh, I like vegetables. Yeah, I, eat, I go with vegetables. Eat your veggies, kids. Yeah. Uh, work out with others or working out by yourself? Uh, with others. That's I, the only way I, I, I'll, I'll ever do it is if I go with someone. Gotcha. Otherwise, it, it won't happen. Because uh, I have to have the shame <laughs> of someone saying, hey, you didn't show up today. That has to be behind it. Got to right? get that accountability Yeah, in the there. accountability. Otherwise, I'll be like, well, you know those Jim Gaffigan skits where he talks about working out? And he's like, well, I you know, just started my workout routine for the year yesterday. And he's like, well, maybe I'll start it tomorrow. <laughs> and then he's like... I'm okay with being fat. <laughs> uh, for me, it's by myself, and mostly because I've got to zone out while I'm working out just to get through it. Like I have to listen to a book on tape or get like some music or something yeah. of that nature. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm by myself. Uh, and then finally, uh, losing weight to fit into your pants or just buy new pants. I I actually I'm so cheap. I'll have the pants altered. Oh, and I've done that many times. Really, and I've had pants altered at like I've got pants that I have worn literally like freshman year of college, and have and still wear because they've been altered. Yeah. So as anyone who's tuned into this show for the live show over the last couple of years, you know that I kind of go through phases <laughs> in terms of, uh, the way that my body is, and so a lot a large part of that. Uh, oh, we should have like a little collage thing i actually no let's not do that. <laughs> I, and look that's not even like a challenge to the audience please i'm asking you as a friend don't like, do that for the love of the lord uh, don't do that but uh but i will say this i will confess this i've got maybe like two or three pairs of pants and so i know if i'm wearing one it's like oh yeah i need to, I need to make sure i'm watching what i eat because i'm getting into the fat pants it's that it's <laughs> that season right exactly. yeah oh i've got to upgrade to the the middle set so i i've been back and forth <laughs> enough so that now i know based on what fits i was like okay I'm, I'm doing good i'm doing good okay this isn't great but this is fine and now it's like oh okay well these fit that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where i'm at but yeah these are uh these are great uh quick fire questions all about uh living a, a healthy lifestyle and again those come from Jim uh, Friedman and uh, the 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 sponsor for Quick Fire Questions, of course, our good friends at the Tin Society. The Tin Society, that's right, man. We love the folks at the Tin Society, and uh, you've been hearing us talk about them all all year so far this year. We're so excited to have them on board here at the Country Squire and uh, with Country Squire Radio. It's such a novel concept, right? It's one of those things that uh, we've been all craving for. How do you try all these delicious tobaccos, uh, but not go broke just because you buy every single shiny, beautiful, collectible looking tin that you see? Delicious. 
I just want all of them, right? Well, <laughs> the good thing is with the Tin Society, you can try a whole bunch of them and it won't break the bank. So uh, for just a really reasonable price, uh, man, the folks at the Tin Society, they'll send you a package every month. And uh, it's got... Uh, you know, several different tobaccos in there that you can try. Each each sample size is a good enough for uh, about three bowls of pipe tobacco, um, and you're going to get just a, a really nice uh, sampling of, uh, you know, some of the greatest, most respectable, uh, popular tobaccos in the world. And this way, you have the opportunity to smoke tobaccos without having to spend, you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five dollars in some cases on a tin, mm-hmm. uh, just to decide that you don't like it. You know, these tins are they're closed. Even if you come into the shop like the Country Squire, uh, before you can, you know, smell the tin, you have to purchase the whole tin. It's not like you can just open it up and smell it. Well, uh, the folks at the Tin Society they'll let you try a little bit before you uh, before you commit to buying the whole thing. And so uh, it's just a great opportunity to try a whole bunch of tobaccos. You can figure out what you like. Always get exposed to something new and different uh think about how many tobaccos there are out there um you know you could smoke three every day for the rest of your life and you still wouldn't reach the reach the bottom of the pile there's just so many and um and the folks at the tin society really help you uh sample a lot of the great ones out there broaden that palette out man man. it's been great to see folks on twitter uh as they're getting their uh, tin society boxes in yeah sampling different things sharing the fact that they they got it from the tin society you know, it's a it's a great unboxing opportunity too, as you kind of go through them. Those of you in the the YouTube pipe community yeah. and and that sort of thing, uh, uh, let us know if you if you're doing that and if you heard about them uh, from Country Squire Radio, let them know. In fact, if you use the code Squire, you get twenty percent off on your first month's uh, order, and also you get a free Missouri Meerschaum pipe. That's right. So again, that's, that's right. using the code Squire at uh, tinsociety.com. Tinsociety.com. Use the code Squire for twenty percent off on your first month's service. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, man, listener feedback coming in from Robin Co. Uh, the Robin Company. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that's what that means. It says, uh, great podcast. Recently fell into this podcast. It's a new-ish pipe smoker. Uh, love the laid-back vibe and great info that the guys have. Now working my way through the archive. Well, welcome, Robin. And yeah, as you go further and further back, uh, we are, they we get are, worse and yeah, worse. We're very sorry about that. <laughs> what if people tell us that's not the case, though? What if we've gotten worse progressively? It, it, it may that may be true. That might be the and case. And these people have, are support us because they are they feel uh, sorry, are sorry, for us. Are sorry for us. <laughs> they, they might actually be they might actually be giving to Patreon to to um you know so that we can go get mental professional psychological help. Yeah, yeah, that, there might be which actually to is that. probably a good idea. <laughs> Wow. It's probably a pretty good idea. What if what if all of this is just an elaborate maintaining of the illusion? It's like a therapy session. It's like, well, we know those guys will explode if we don't if we don't listen to them. Oh my gosh. You know what we will? Please please listen and tell your friends about this show. I'll, I'll take that. That's right. This next one comes in from Jim Nilsson. Uh or Nelson. What did what did Jim have to say? Jim, he says, uh, on a previous show, you two wondered uh out loud if Diebels was still around. Uh Diebel's smoke shop, of course, this is in Kansas City. Uh we, we talked about it on uh some some episode of few few weeks ago i want to say it was uh where was that i want to say it was the episode we talked about mcclelland and some of the uh the tobacco crisis going on so uh yeah, anyway so right. uh, we talked about Diebels and wondered if it was still around it is indeed but it is a good news bad news story uh they are now Diebels sportsman's gallery and have two locations in kansas city my son Chris, who also is an avid listener and customer of yours, ooh, we like that, thank you, yeah. uh, said something along the line of it looking like a high-class Cracker Barrel lobby uh, when you first walk in. That that, that sounds kind of awesome. That I mean, yeah, I could go with that. Yeah. He said that nails the ambiance there. Uh, they still have a good selection of pipes and still appear to blend their own pipe tobaccos. They have a limited selection of tin tobaccos, which you know a lot of the a lot of the pipe shops nowadays are uh, don't have as many tins as, as they used to. The cigar humidor is huge, though. Uh, there is also a fair sized private club type smoking lounge, but it's no longer a pipe shop. Uh, pipes are clearly uh, mm. second in line. So, um, and it makes me sad every time I walk in. I suppose that given what's happened to the pipe smoking culture since the '70s, the move to overpriced uh, duck decoys <laughs> and pretentious leather travel bags was inevitable. Uh, the good news is if you need a barware sign, a pair of socks with bacon on them, uh, or uh, you know something crazy like that, I know a place on Country Club Plaza where you can get it. And that's, uh, and that's from Jim Nelson. I'll tell you what, I'll so, take them bacon socks. I'm I, all, I'm dude, all you know, f- crazy socks are a thing now. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of into that's it. That's a thing now. Well, you know, and, and again, in, in defense of 
in defense of you know Diebles and other other shops you know like them and um, you know there's so many so many tobacconists professional tobacconists throughout the past 30 years you know 35 40 years um, have intentionally had to pivot away from pipes you know because j- just to pay the bills to stay to stay afloat I mean I, you know we talk about uh, you know a shop like the country squire is so rare um, you know there's there's just maybe a I mean literally a handful of, of smoke shops left in the United States where over 50 percent of their revenue come from uh, premium pipes and pipe tobacco i mean it's just rare like we're mm-hmm. just one of a very few and and most of the people that went more heavily in cigars did it just to survive you know i mean it's one of those things like if you came out of the 1990s and you still did more than 50 percent of your business in pipes you're a unicorn yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know and, and that's i mean which I mean, we're proud to be unicorns here at the squad but most most shops just you know they followed they followed where the where the where the market was and, and devils was you know obviously no uh you know no different and uh man i'm sure it's a great shop awesome history and uh i love those shops too that kind of have that feel of you know where you go in and oh we look i'm here i can you know i can buy you know some uh gentleman stuff they've got maybe some fountain pens or some shaving kits or you know something they also got pipe tobacco and you know there's other shops around the country that have that kind of thing too even at the squire you know we sell, sell beard oil and um you know some little hats and stuff like that occasionally we don't do a lot of that kind of stuff no bacon but, socks uh, we, do, we don't have bacon socks though so i mean i maybe we should take a take a hint from uh from the good folks at Diebels and uh and see what we can see what we can do bacon socks are i, I mean that's good the 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 culture surrounding the custom weird socks thing going on right now yeah it's a thing I'm, I, I, we may have to announce a new podcast, the Socks Podcast. <laughs> which we, Socks a, Appeal. I'm thinking three times a week. Uh, each episode is a deep dive, an, an hour and a half deep dive into a pair of socks. Uh, are you in? Are you down? You're in or you're out right now? I'm out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thoroughly. Of course, I, I tried to do that about four years ago when we started this little show called Country Squire Radio. Yeah! and. <laughs> and you just you just laid it on thick, and here we are. So I don't know. Maybe four years from now, we'll be having our weekly show, <laughs> our 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 three times a week show, a week show, socks appeal <laughs> with Bo and JD. I can't wait. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Fund it. Oh, wow. All right. Please so, don't. <laughs> man, this is uh, this has been a fun one tonight. It's uh, been the, good. The tweets have been coming in. I've been seeing. Uh, I, I see we got some some new listeners tuning in for the live show yeah, tonight. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, uh, our friend Chase Abels, he says, 10 to 25 degrees on a clear night without much wind and snow on the ground <laughs> is hands down the perfect smoking conditions to me. Um, I'm assuming Chase is talking about you know bundling up, going on a little stroll, you got your scarf and your and your cool uh, newsboy hat on. You're walking down the street and you just you just feeling all warm and a lot of that's because of your pipe so um and our, our friend hocker the love doctor uh that's why you enjoy a nice corn cob pipe from missouri meersham you leave it in the car temperature change doesn't harm it at all and so uh he's probably right you know the changes there i mean imagine the stem will get affected to some degree but it's uh you know not as much as your uh, ebonite stem with your briar pipe it's like a um, super pipe and uh, of course pappy joe uh, our our dear friend one of our longest time listeners and uh, and such a such a good friend of the of the shop and the show. Uh, he is wondering tonight if he should spend time watching us idiots or curling on uh, on the Olympics. And uh, it, it appears that he chose curling. But um, well, you know, well, but but he he you could multitask and do both. I, I just don't know which one is more destructive to your heart and 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 embarrassing watching us or watching watching curling. I'm saying we provided tips for those that are actively curling how to smoke your pipe while curling. That, that <gasps> could have been the name of this episode. It could have been smoking your pipe. We did a diving while a, a, a diving while piping. <laughs> we got the summer Olympics down. This is our winter. Wait, Olympics. Diving <laughs> diving while piping, and now we did a uh, right. Yeah, we, we need a curling while piping. Uh, shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to Byron Fest uh, with a buddy uh, tuning in uh, live, enjoying a little White Rose, a Missouri Meerschaum filled with uh, Texas tea and an unfilled, unfinished Savinelli with White Rose, and uh, yeah, and introducing a new friend to Country Squire Radio. That's great. So shouts out to you guys. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Uh, all right. Well, hey, man, this is uh, this has been a fun one. Um, I, I, I didn't mention this comment because I have seen a few people tweeting in. Uh, yes, I currently do not have any facial hair. Thank you all for not uh, giving me too hard a, hard a time of that tonight. I didn't do my job because I didn't give you a hard. Well, time. you know, I just I, I wanted to address it here, buried at the tail end of the show. So, uh, but uh, See, by by this time, most people have tuned out. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's kind of my <laughs> that's kind of my thought. But no, what happened was I was it was Valentine's Day, and I was trying to look less shaggy. You know, I wasn't trying to like shave it off. I was just trying to look less shaggy. <laughs> 
And then I ended up kind of carving a little bit too close to the the chin, and it just didn't go. So it all it all had to go. I have to say this before we get off the air. Our our, our dear friend Brian Levine, uh, you can follow him at my own opinion on Twitter. He says socks may not be the best thing to sell in Mississippi. Just saying. What you saying? I'm, he what he's saying. We got, we got stuff on our feet. What, what what he's saying is you know generally if if you're not wearing if you're not wearing shoes, you really don't need socks. I'm wearing shoes. Am I wearing socks with my shoes? You're not. I'm not. But still, <laughs> we, we, we don't walk around barefoot, by, by Brian. Often. Well, <laughs> it's cold outside. I know, right? It's not cold outside. <laughs> ah, stereotypes. We love you, brother. We love you so much. <laughs> love all of y'all, by the way. Thanks so much for tuning in and joining us here at the live show. We want to encourage those of you who've never done so before, uh, join us for a live show. We'd love to have you on Monday nights where the uh, show is broadcast 8.30 p.m. Central Time. That's 6.30 Pacific and 9.30 Eastern uh, at CountrySquireRadio.com. You can also keep up with us throughout the week. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore CountrySquire. Of course, all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Com. Well, man, uh, even though it, uh, yeah. we're about to walk out into this heat. Uh, yeah, I, know, I know, right? Well, you know, again, knowing Mississippi weather, we'll probably get one more good frozen spell before uh, it's all over with. But, yeah. Uh, but, you know, going forward, it's good to know what to do when uh, when it gets when it gets cold. Absolutely. Yeah. And one thing you should never do when it gets cold with your pipe, don't let it go. Ah. Because frozen? Because fr- let it go, let it go. You don't have young children at your house. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's go have a night. See you, brother. <laughs> listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.